ready for a new episode of KP Talks Dollars and Cents. Learn financial literacy and get real-time updates on all things housing, finance, and real estate with your host, Kevin Perenio. As an owner and C-level executive for 20-plus years in finance, KP is here to serve you with all of his knowledge and experience. Whether you're a broker, realtor, or just interested in the economy, this is the podcast for you. So let's get started. Here's your host, Kevin Perenio. Hey, it's KP coming to you live from Park City. We're at the base of the payday lift over here. It's the base of Park City Mountain. It's connected to the canyons via Quicksilver Gondola way back there. And together, uh, Vail Resorts own this whole mountain. That is a remnant from, if you can see right there, when the Olympics were in Utah. So, uh, pretty cool vibe. You hear the music going? It's my first reggae song I heard out here, and all of a sudden I smell, you know what, it's in a season here. Although they did just announce uh, they're going to extend the season another eight days to May 1st. Anyway, I'm here on spring break. Sorry I didn't get a video out Monday. My, uh, we have all four kids on the mountain today, so it's a little hectic. It's been hectic all week. This is our last day here. I thought I'd get one more update out after the important CPI data went out. And, of course, the, uh, the Fed minutes were released today. Tomorrow, the producer price index comes out. We had a jobs report last week from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, who also does uh, the CPI report. So um, I thought I'd go over some of that with you guys and uh, talk about some trends, right? So we know 21 was amazing and record low you know, rates and super high volume and all that good stuff. And uh, let me uh, flesh out a couple data points for you. California Association of Realtors said that in 21, 2021, 27% of Californians could afford the median home price. And that came down in 2022 to only 21%. Now, across the country in 2022, 43% of Americans can afford the median home price in America. So we all know that interest rates drives affordability. It's a big part of the affordability index. It's a big part of, uh, you know, driving business and volume. And the Fed controls the rates to fight inflation, which of course controls, uh, you know, has a major impact on mortgage interest rates. So the last big fight the Fed is fighting is uh, inflation. So a data point came out when CarMax uh, reported earnings yesterday, and <clears throat> they said that the used car price has come down 9.9% year over year. Remember when you could sell your used car for like the same price you bought it two or three years prior? Let's start to come down a little bit. Now, will it level off and get sticky? Will inflation level off and get sticky? That is a real uh, question. How low will it go? You know, American Airlines reported uh, less than uh, anticipated earnings. Delta kicks off tomorrow with their earnings uh, review for Q1. And then the banks start. Wells Fargo, Citibank, J.P. Morgan Chase, all on Friday. How is the consumer doing? How are their checking accounts doing? How are their debts doing? Uh, how are the banks doing after the scare that we had with the, uh, you know, the uh, banking crisis? Two of the three largest bank failures in American history happened. What are banks thinking after all that? What's what's going through their minds? So, um, you know, these are all things that will start to get answered. We'll have more clarity and more certainty around that data this week. Um, now, we do know that, um, uh, you know, Janet Yellen has come out and said, Department of Treasury, ex, uh, you know, uh, Fed, you know, uh, 
right before Jay Powell, she ran the Fed. Uh, she basically says that she doesn't see an ep economic slowdown coming here in America. And that's interesting for her to say that because, you know, there's, there's been a lot of slowing down in some of the labor data points and tightening in the labor market. Um, Inflation has continued to come down. We're seeing earnings come down. And we've seen some bank failures. But, you know, they control the federal funds rate. They can always cut the rates and, you know, kick in and get more liquidity into the system. But right now they're still going through quantitative tightening. So in this fight for inflation, you know, um, how's the labor market doing? How's the wage inflation price, wage price spiral argument going? Um, that's been trending down uh, for quite some time. So I'm not sure if the Fed has a valid argument there. We're Janet uh, Yellen, the Treasury uh, Secretary. Um, not really sure, you know, what data points they're looking at because the data last week showed that wage inflation is continuing to slow down. Wage growth, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics data um March jobs report last Friday did show that wage inflation is going up, but it's still going up less than the percentage of inflation, which today consumer price index, which is very heavily weighted in housing and how much housing and rent and rent equivalent, owner equivalent rent, lodging away from home, all these different things, how much they cost, um, which is, you know, the, the biggest component in the CPI. It's about 39 and a half percent. Let's call it 40%. Um, that was uh, core was up, but down. The overall number was down. Okay, so we're at five percent uh, CPI overall inflation, which includes food and energy, and um, that was less than the five point two percent estimate. Now that's been coming down. We've been at what eight, seven, six last month. Now we're down to five. It's coming down. It's not at the two percent target the Fed wants, but the Fed really looks at core CPI, which went up. 0.4% to 5.6%. So core inflation, which strips out food and energy, is up. But if you follow our good friends, Barry Habib, Dan, everybody else, um, you know, Megan, Jake, Diana, everybody over there at MBS Highway, the next CPI print comes out on May 10th, my son's birthday, and that is for April CPI. And there's a big data point from April 2022 that's being removed and replaced with this month's data that we will know on May 10th, and that could be the last thing we need for CPI uh, to come down, but that is after the May 3rd uh, Fed meeting. So on May 3rd, the market still expects about a 70% uh, chance that uh, the Fed will hike a quarter point, so another 25 basis points, getting our terminal rate from five to five and a quarter. Currently, it's a 4.75 to five. Um, a couple weeks ago, some people were thinking, oh, we're out of this. There's not going to be any more Fed raises. But um, the consensus is still about another 25 basis points. And they've got cover on May 3rd because they're probably not going to admit or say that they know that um, that data that's coming out simply a week later on May 10th, which should be the last inflation point we really need. You never know, but that should be the last data point we need to show that inflation is finally core CPI is finally under the Fed funds rate, which at that point with a 25 basis point raise will be five and a quarter. And we can't just keep bouncing from data point to data point. Let's zoom out. Let's take a big picture look here and let's talk about what's really going on. Now, we had some bank failures because there's been some runs on banks and some credit tightening. And the consensus wisdom out there is there's going to be in effect, another 75 basis points of rate hikes without actually being hiked by the Fed 
when all the banks tighten credit. Now, we've seen 1% to 2% of banks fail, and compared to 2008, it was something like 6 or 7% of banks failed. Now, what was interesting, the first couple failures in 08 happened a few months before the uh, credit continued to tighten, and then Lehman Brothers went down. So I read a pretty interesting article the other day saying that this thing might not be over. So as credit continues to tighten, even after the Fed is done raising the rates, we might still see some bank failures. We don't know. But we do know that there's a run on a bank, and a bank has to sell assets, and they have to mark to market any of their treasuries or mortgage-backed securities or commercial paper, potentially, that are underwater. They're screwed unless they get bailed out. So there is still that shoe yet to drop, potentially. History doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. And if what happened with Lehman Brothers means there could be another bank failure moment coming in before the year's up. It's only April. So, uh, so you know, let's also talk about one last thing, and then we'll, we'll get out of here. Um, the Fed likes to work on a consensus. And it was easy to have a consensus where they're all voting the same. Because inflation was the big bad wolf. They got to go fight, right? But we saw the dot plot. They are not all in unison. It's a brand new board this year um, as of the last meeting and um, all the voting members of the Fed. So we know that they no longer have a consensus. And when more people lose jobs, the doves on the board freak out. We saw the minutes that were released today. To my knowledge, I'm the only one that's putting out a video after the Fed's uh, minutes were released today that um, some of the members, when the banks were failing, were considering a pause at that moment. So they don't have a consensus. They usually work on a consensus. And we're having more data come out. Next year's an election year. Fed boards love to cut rates in an election year. And it helps the economy. It floods the economy with more money. The real problem is how sticky will inflation be? We don't know. And will job losses come and bring pain, quote, pain that Jerome Powell has been saying? We don't have a Fed consensus. We have more data coming. I hope you enjoyed this video. I'm not going to put another one out this week. Off to the mountain. Cheers. You've been listening to KP Talks Dollars and Cents, a top-rated show for those who want to learn about the economy and mortgage environment. Tune in each week for more episodes, and please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Kevin Perenio does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through KP Talks Dollars and Cents. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice. For more info, follow KP Talks Dollars and Cents on all of our social channels.